Taking showers with gold soap, moving like a whole coast. Really? What? You Kevin Hart jokes. A couple dollars on your throat if you want smoke. Whoa. See, I'm aiming through a scope, killer training. My flow is like it's raining on the dope. Ella, Ella. Yo, speak it to life. I could speak a razor blade that was taped to a knife. All bullets taking flights with my street life stripes. I ain't going back and forth like a window wipe. Right, right. When it's beef shots fired. None of your team is like 6'9 wire Roll like a car tire Satin rolls made of barbed wire uh-huh. Still the nicest with the prior Ella, key player but I'm playing with the key I'm the mayor, the first with elevators in the V The op eliminator dropped the body in the sea I'm parking Maseratis in the suite Ain't no talking to me I can't stink in the streets with you the rest of your life the rest of your life Central Park jogger, the murder and the martyr, the product of a saturated father. Part shooter, part boxer, all scholar. Watch your money like a stalker. Tell me what's your final offer. Give a bitch many spinal torches. Then I'm leaving in the Porsche. Ella, Ella, things happen for a reason. So if you see me clapping, it's an activated meeting. Psychedelic sense of season. Hungry niggas get to eating. It's like I'm locked up into freedom. I can't join them, then beat them. I'm back. You already know what it is. Yo, that intro to that song that we just was playing. It's called It's Elegy Gold Soap. You know what I mean? Production by Jules Polar. Yo, the video was crazy. Shot by Elegy. You know what I'm saying? The reason why I'm talking about you know what I'm saying? Elegy so so much right now because uh, I actually have Elegy in the building with me right now. You know what I'm saying? Ella, what's good, my guy? Slap Jose Baker. Word. Brooklyn is in the fucking building. You coined that phrase right there, Slap Jose Bacon. Can't right. nobody else say that they came up with that. No. <laughs> Yo, so what's good, man? Like, I'm happy to have you here. I, I want to get into... More of what we, you know, saying was talking about. Not unless you want to jump right into it, but that's I know, on you. It's not my show, right? But you know, I want to talk about the music because what we just brought the show in with mm-hmm. that that song was fire, and um, you know, you that that joint was out already right now for like maybe eleven months. Yeah, um, it came out September last year. Mm-hmm. It's called Vocabulary Hercules. Yeah, shit. Uh, you can get it on my website, elegy.net. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I ain't gonna front. I like how you doing. Everything with your website and got the merch and everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
everything just comes to you. So like on the low, you could really be caking it crazy right now. Cause you gotta, you gotta push it, man. If I don't push my brand, who will? Yeah, yeah. You know, sites nowadays is. Oh, we got flies trying to be on the show. I don't know who it is. Yeah, I mean, gangster. They, they, they knew. They was like, "Oh shit, we got ill in the building. We coming." Oh. You know I mean, but um, it's it's really important for independent artists to be able to capitalize off of their brand right. and stuff like that. You know, definitely. What I'm but it's not a lot of people that are actually doing it. I think nowadays with this whole payola situation and being independent and everything, it's everybody has platforms where people can go and get exposure. For money, you know what I'm saying, and you definitely would want to invest in yourself and things of that sort. But you being around back then, when you know what I'm saying, it was it was a major town where all of the major labels was really running yeah. everything, and to be independent was like, oh, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? To now, yeah. how you feel about that? Well, it's not like I really had a choice because you know when everybody was really doing it, I was in the street, mm-hmm. or at the time I was locked up. So right. When I when I came home, you know, you know, I still got you know was hanging out with the mob and shouts to Mob Deep, R.I.P. You know, prodigy. Facts. Salute to havoc. Um, you know, it was still watching. You know, Dale still watching them. You know, just coming back, trying to learn to see everything was going on. I knew I was going to take music serious then, but you know, um. There's a few things that, you know, you've seen. I started seeing the other side of it when they did do a couple independent things, you know. And you just got to watch and learn. And you got to know to invest in yourself if you want to get things done. Because, you know, the majors ain't thinking about you. Unless you already got them thinking about you. If no, I mean, no, I'm just no, I'm just saying that the fact that even if they sign you, they're not thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. Right. It ain't about the culture for them. It ain't right. about the, the music business. for them. It's, yeah, it's like, yo, uh, how much money you going to make us? Right. The moment you, you know, they don't give a fuck what it sounds like or whatever. We just know this is popular and right. this is what the sound we want. And that's what you're gonna put up, right? So when you go independent, you can push your own sound. You are you, the la- get- you are your label, right? You live and die with your choices, like mostly any other thing you're doing, life. right? Right. Live and die with it, whatever, whatever you feel is a single, that's gonna be the single. And you are gonna push that shit to you're the best of your ability. You should, you should. Like it's you know it's September and I'm still pushing for Capillary Hercules. Right, right. I'm about to drop something else in October. Okay. And I'm still pushing for Capillary Hercules. Well, it was a it was a, when I went to your page to make a flyer for for you to be coming up here. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a song that you had walk on by. Yeah, walk on by. What what was inspired that joint? Um, I don't know. I just felt like rhyming. And I found you the seem beat. like that kind of rapper though. That just <laughs> you feel like a way, and you just do it. Yeah, I just felt like rhyming. Did a beat. It's like you know what? Let me give it to my uh, fans. Everybody that fuck with my music, let me give it to them for free. Right. So for those that seeing this right now, you can go to illogy.net, hit the music button because some of y'all are slow. Oh, I can't lie. <laughs> hit the music button, and there's a free you know free song. Walk on by, or it's only going to cost you an email. That's right. it. That's Some it. people going to be like, nah, I ain't, ain't putting my email on there. Like, then you're not going to get it. How? I mean, it's not for you if you don't want to put your email on Yo, I might say, it. though, like, all of the people that will go to hear the song and they give you an email, do you send out, like, daily or weekly email blasts? Most likely weekly. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm not the greatest thing with it. Sometimes right. I forget, but... You know, you try to put out something weekly or, right. or what's the name. It's hard when you're doing it all yourself, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, you're trying to remember everything and do everything, you know. A lot of these things I've learned to do is because I, I have to eliminate some costs. Right. Uh, because uh, Do you work you know, a regular job, too, or does you just eat off of the, your site? and No, nah, I, 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 I do, um, I do like, uh, the, the Uber shit, the Lyft oh, shit. Oh, the delivery stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so basically you are, you still a free agent. You, yeah. You oh, work yeah. for yourself. Yeah, basically. So, <laughs> that's yeah, it. Yeah. So you living on, doing, doing what you love. Right. And free to do, you ain't got to punch nobody. Clock, when you turn your that's phone. That's the greatest Apple, feeling in the world. Yeah. The great, the greatest. You know, I said that that anybody that's in anywhere practically, if you broke, it's because you want to be broke. Thanks. Like, there's no way that you cannot do something to get money nowadays. Right. With all these deliveries and 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 livery uh, places, and there's so much things going on where you could just earn some money. Like, it's yeah. it's kind of crazy to me that a lot of people be out here begging and shit, and I don't understand it, but. I, who who am I to understand what other people do can feel because everybody's not going to have that drive that we have. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that's I guess that's the difference between the haves and the have-nots. Although us as being black people, there's a lot of odds that be up against us. But no, we, we don't terrible, seem to, we terrible yeah, odds against us. So. Right, but we we seem not to give up and persevere. No, and that's what scares them. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that we mix with anything, it becomes black. <laughs> but we're not gonna get into all of that. But um, it's something else that I want to also talk about the New York Minute series. So, mm -hmm. like, what's what's the situation with that? Because you in like season three now, right? This will be season three, right? So we started filming. COVID happened. COVID fucked everything up. Mm -hmm. um, I got into a car accident, and then I caught COVID down the line. Okay. And then now, you know, during the time I was down, I was studying things. And so I'm just trying to write things better. Yo, give us a hand clap for surviving COVID. You know what I'm saying? How far did I need to go? I had that shit twice, my guy. You know what I'm saying? That shit, it, it fucked me up the first time. The second time wasn't as bad as the first time, but now. I mean, I had the, the so-called toughest one, they said. Uh, I had the Delta. <laughs> and uh, you know, the Delta. That, I guess the, the Delta. Alpha would have been the, the, the whatever. Crazy. Yeah, whatever. It was all I know. I had to drink a lot of water, and it was. I mean, everybody was like, "Oh, you wasn't scared for what?" Like that. I mean, honestly, you can't do nothing about it. If it's your time, right. it's your time. Yeah, because everybody was getting COVID out this. Morning. Yeah, and it was just like you know, I know I I do the best I can with eating. You know, I eat vegetables, take vitamins, all that right, work right, out, right. all that other shit. So. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, what you gonna do? Well, yeah, I mean, you what you gonna do? You gotta have your body strong enough yeah, to beat the shit. Yeah, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? They didn't. Like, you know, it's a hell of a thing. They, you know, mix probably like, you know, whatever. I had it. Well, thank, thank it, God for, for beating it. That's right. the main objective. Yeah. Because just think of how many people didn't beat it. You feel yeah. me? Yeah, a lot of people had pre, you know what I'm saying, pre existing problems. Right. And, you know, they, they have people's working. That's all yeah. I mean. The people is out there working. What I don't really like about it is that how it was okay for the doctors and nurses and everybody, excuse me, to handle all of these sick people when they didn't have no idea really of what it was or well they probably did. They just said they didn't. And um, we can't get into the conspiracy right. That's why I don't things. Even, yeah. But you are the kind yeah. of conspiracy guy. Yeah, you know I mean, I've, yeah, I've, I've been looking into that stuff for yeah. a while. You know, a lot of people don't want to believe. You know, they pretty much are puppets and they listen to everything the government says. Right. But that's on another note. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like that is that's gonna be an ever forever topic, so on and so forth. But right. all I can say is just look into things yourself and it'll add up to you. Yo, you just did a show uh the other day in SOBs. Yeah, Sean like, Price I mean, Tribute. Right. I seen him um online. It was a it was a packed house in there as usual, which I knew it was. And I wanted to come to that joint and mm-hmm. I didn't make it that day. So I seen Bernadette yesterday at the event that we did, and I was like, I was happy, so happy to see it. And I was like, yo, sorry, I missed the event the other day. Yo, <laughs> she flipped me off like a motherfucker. <laughs> like, you were supposed to be there. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. So, yo, that shit looked like it was fucking ridiculous in there. Yeah, it was cool. It was, you know dope. it was dope. I'm going to snatch a couple of people's posts off their page and put it on Groundhog <laughs> TV. <laughs> Word up. R.I.P. Sean P. Word up. Um... But um yeah, so the New York Minute series is in the third season right now. Yeah, we we gonna continue filming. I just want to make sure I'm indulging a little more deeper into the characters right. and you know they they uh their backstory and their vulnerabilities and all that other stuff. I'm basically trying to you know really trying to punch people in the face, mm. like you know what I'm saying as far as the writing wise. You know what I'm saying. I don't want to you know I think I did a, a pretty good job. But I just want to get indulged deeper into the characters. I, you know, I like getting cursed out in the street by people who, you know, really is into the shit. Right, right. Like they're really liking a character or really hating a character. Right. Both, both aspects. Oh, hold. I think that's one of our guests. Oh, hello. He answers the phone. Let's go. Hello. Yeah, man. All right, we coming to let you in. Folks. Yeah, pause. <laughs> yeah, that's what it. That's what it do. You know what I mean? But that's like if somebody called in. We had a, a caller that called in. Ah, yeah, you know caller number seven. Yeah, that's what it is. But um, so how can I get written back in the show? <laughs> <laughs> well, your character was supposed to be out of town in Poughkeepsie, yeah. so I don't, I don't know how we figured that out. I could just come back to, to New York. <laughs> I'm all of a sudden in Brooklyn or something now. Like, yo, he gonna be like, uh, with the character Rim that he played? Frizz. He gonna be like, Frizz gonna be like, yo, that's the motherfucker from the store. <laughs> Word, yo, that, that was a... That was a dope-ass scene how you had us talking about this nigga and he was right there listening to us and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit crazy. You know I actually saying? seen things like that happen where people don't know when to shut the fuck up and yeah. they just talking about things and don't realize a person is there yeah. or around. And that was actually my character, yeah. the person that couldn't shut the fuck up. So you wrote me in as a person that can't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Yo. My boy just hit me up about that today, that clip. Like He was like, yo, son, t- tell me which episode that is I'm trying to show somebody. Yo, he is so excited to be on that show. <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? But the last I spoke to you, you said that you were starting to branch out and do other like uh, series and Yeah, I got things. a couple ideas in my mind, a, a couple movies that I want to do. Mm. And, uh, you know, short films and stuff like that. Try to get my chops up. To be able to do, you know, a, a big one. Right. You know, so, you know, I entirely talk too much shit. So the yeah. shit's got to be right before I, you know, yeah, get into it. And wow. I've just been studying films. So do you, like, do, like, YouTube classes on, on how to film? and? In the beginning, yeah. Now you I got it? The, I'm on, yeah, because if you understand the basics, then, you, you know, 
later on. I, I'm a fan of do the basics first and then, you know, down the line you come up with your own style mm. of how to film it and certain things and how it goes on. Like, you know, just like I'm, I'm super proud of season two because of blocking. Like, I don't recall anybody in the web series ever blocking mm. in, their, in their series. Like, you know what I'm saying? that The scene tells you you got to learn how to talk with the camera. Right. So that's the thing that I learned. It may look like the characters are moving normally, right. but it's telling you a story in the scene. So there's a scene, like if you all right, if you get it, there's a scene where uh, Ike P is talking to Swave. And, um, you know, Swave comes in. When he comes in, you know, uh, Swave is sitting down. Ike P is standing up. And it looks too normal, but Ike P at that time feels he has the upper hand. Right. So he's telling them about the story or whatever. And, you know, when uh, when it gets a little heated, um, Swave stands up to tell him, like, yo, this, what's the name? So now at the point of standing up, now it's a, a, a clash. Mm-hmm. That both of them standing up is a clash because of the situation. Ike P thought he killed somebody, but the dude didn't die. Mm-hmm. So when Ike P sitting down, that means, you know, he's comfortable, but he's also, he's lost his power because Swave is standing up over him telling him, yo, the nigga haven't died. So then, you know, that whole thing, it's, it's, I know it looks simple, but it's a power struggle. Same thing with uh, Simone and her cousin. Simone walks in, she walks past her cousin, she walks into the room. Now they're both standing up, clash. You know what I'm saying? They're telling them, like, yo, you gave me a wrong thing. When Simone sits down, she loses her power because her cousin is standing over her. But that's but, a real technical way of, like, Yeah, it's blocking. Yeah. It's blocking in the scene. You're talking in the scene of what it is. Mm. But when she reveals to her, like, yo, this paperwork you gave me is bullshit, she stands up again. And the cousin sits down or backs down. And, Simone, you know, the cousin loses her power. Then Simone is like, you know, whatever, she's going to walk away. And the cousin brings her back. But she started clapping. And she was, you know, the whole thing is revealed why the cousin did what she did over something small and petty, which a lot of shit happens. A lot of people die and get into shit over small, petty shit. Yeah. So it was something small and petty, and when she told her what it was, Simone sat down. And at the end, when Simone sits down, she loses her power because now the cousin is dominating because now the cousin is over her telling her now what this is what and you're going to do. And this is the do. stuff that you learned how to shoot yeah, on this YouTube. this is how you learned, yeah. Okay. We learned about blocking. So right y'all now. hear that, everybody? When y'all out here and y'all trying to film videos or film like little short series and stuff like that, all you got to do is go on YouTube and it'll teach you certain things. The right yeah, you got to pay attention to a lot mm-hmm. of shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of things you learn how to talk with the camera. I've started off with learning the first 15 mistakes People do is filming and just went from went from there. Well, speaking of filming and everything like that, you actually just put me on to a, a DVD or a web series. Not a web series, a documentary. Documentary. Yeah. Documentary. Uh, um, and what was it called again? Founding Fathers of Hip Hop. The Founding Fathers of Hip Hop. Wow. You type just as fast as me. <laughs> now this right here was my so mind blowing to me that um the founding fathers the untold story of hip hop I was like yo Illa man you, you squeeze you, a little extra flavor definitely did something here with this you know what I'm saying like 
And it's weird that you never really know who, like, who you have around you because you brought it to my attention and this was brought to my attention a while ago. You know what I mean? And I didn't realize how important this was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I really didn't. And this Founding Fathers, the untold story of hip-hop, this is about, like, I want you to explain it because, you know what I'm saying? like It's about the people, all right, to my understanding, right. the Bronx coined the phrase hip-hop. But these are about the people who influenced them right. about hip-hop. Like, you know, the culture was, you know, people saying hip-hop was about to turn 50. Right. No. Right. Hip-hop been here since 68. Right. So, you know, they're about four or five years late. Right. And these are the people that, you know what I'm saying, that was doing it way before everybody else ever heard of it. Right. In the other boroughs. And this is what this documentary is. And that's you know, what the documentary fathers, is, yeah. The untold story of hip-hop. Yeah. So, and this was done by um, High Life Entertainment, uh, Hassan Paul Entertainment. It's a couple of people, like, when you, it says it's a winner, best documentary feature, Chicago International Hip Hop Film Festival 2009. Like, it's, it's it got some awards. Yeah. But it's like people really don't know about it. But no. the weird thing, see, winner, best documentary, best music documentary, New York International, and all that. Like, but they're not the, um, in no way other This is the, my old high school. As the 1960s comes to a close. As you see, it was. Vietnam War vets are coming Narrated home. by and Chuck D. Strong high. Sanitation workers and teachers are on strike. I really, yo, me being a hip hop like I say hip hop's my religion because I grew up on hip hop, you know what I'm saying? And I find out things about hip hop that blows my mind that and it makes sense to me too because it's certain things about it when I was younger I didn't understand and I was like, "Well, why is this? Why is that?" But we were kind of like taught to believe that it started at Cedric Avenue in the Bronx yeah. and August 11th when he did the first hit that first jam. I guess that would have been the first flyer Maybe. Nah, I don't think so. Because if you hear the guys in the documentary talking about Fantasia and Queens, right. a lot of people talk about other spots, you know what I'm saying, the block party scenes and all that other stuff right. in Brooklyn. Um, to me, I mean, the inspiration goes a lot. To me, it, it's created in Brooklyn. A little biased because I'm from Brooklyn. Right. But if you hear them talking about Grandmaster Flowers, mm-hmm. Where was he from? From Farragut. Okay. Brooklyn. That's crazy. Like, son is from Farragut in Brooklyn. Right. And, you know. You just made sure you said in Brooklyn. Like, whoever don't know where Farragut houses is, is in Brooklyn. (laughs) It's in Brooklyn. And, um, you know, it was different styles of how it was, you know, Brooklyn, you know, um, you know, from what they explained, Flowers played music. Now, this is the same thing they said Herc did, right? Right. So Flowers played music. He never played the the popular song. Right. He would play the other side of the record, mm-hmm. or he played grooves of Calypso, different right. shit of that. He played the grooves of the record right. to extend it so, so people looping, could practicing. dance longer. Mm-hmm. And back then, DJs would cover their record. 
so no other DJ could get that song right. or know what record he was spinning so they can spin it at their party. Right. That's hip-hop. Yeah. He was like practically that's, producing. That's like that's what they do now when they be the DJs be DJing, they be having that. But now they got a button where they could just start the record over to that yeah. part and make this but shit keep looping. If you're playing the groove of the record, right. that's, a, that's, a, that's what they credit Herc for. Right. That's Flowers. Flowers was doing that. And, and you said, and it says Grandmaster Flash really got it from. Grandmaster yeah, when Flash. I was younger, I remember my cousin. Shout out to my cousin. His name was Skoski back then. Right. He used to, um, he used to have all those hip hop tapes. Right. All the hip hop, and I kept hearing people say shouts to Grandmaster Flowers. Right. I, I'm little. Back then, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, what? I thought he was copying off Grandmaster Flash. Right. Turns out he was the, you know, the other thing. So I just remember, like, that documentary made total sense to me once right. I heard it. Then it's just like, wow, like, you know, why did they let it ride? Then it's like, it's different styles because Queens, you know, especially if you listen to KRS One, right. Queens was never involved, which is not true. Right. Terribly not true. Yep. You know, because they battle with sound. Mm-hmm. You know, they did their things from sound, like, you know, face-to-face, who got the biggest speakers, who right. got the strongest shit. They used to do DJ tricks, like new sounds and all mm-hmm. that other stuff, and all the DJs from there, and, you know, the parks. You know, that was... So, it's crazy. But, if we either go further back, bottom line is, someone from the Caribbean... Yeah, it was definitely it Caribbean. It basically descent. came from Caribbean because, you know, you got the chat and the DJ. Right. That comes from Caribbean shit. And if you look at the documentary, King Charles, Caribbean, it couldn't DJ worth shit. Right. But he had the equipment. Exactly. And he brought it up. That's a, that's a Caribbean thing. That's definitely. So, but still. I remember people talking about King Charles from way back in the days, too. Yeah, um, still Farragut. Founding Brooklyn. Fathers, the untold story of hip-hop. Brooklyn. <laughs> yo, yo, you ain't gonna let that go, Brooklyn. That's all, right. all that. Once Chuck D said that, I was like, "Oh, damn! What was I can't? I, I heard that it was a what was his name, man? He was a hip hop lawyer, and he passed away. His name was Reggie. He the one Reggie, that was into Reggie. it. No, you close. Name is it wasn't Captain Jack, but it's close. It's um, Jack, Jack. Uh, I know it's Jack something or something with Jack. Hold on, he was doing the podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was yeah, a lawyer. Was yeah. No, it's well, not Captain. It's Jack. not Captain it's Jack. Combat Jack. Combat Jack. I didn't know you was talking about Combat. Y'all got a last interview Com- of him. Yeah, Combat Jack. Yeah. That's who was the. God damn it! That's why you got to talk to black folks. Yeah. Right? Combat Jack was doing the interview with Chuck D. Right. And that's how I learned about it because he said something about hip hop starting in the Bronx and Chuck was like, "Oh, I don't know about that." Right. 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 And he was like, what are you talking about? He was like, yo, I just uh, did the voiceover for a documentary about it. He said, it's been an argument for years when right. hip-hop started. And he said it could possibly start in Brooklyn. Once he said Brooklyn, was, it was uh, I was on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah We're going to find that out. Look at that shit. And it's called Founding Fathers, The Untold Story of Hip-Hop. It's done by um, High Life Entertainment, uh, Hassan Paul Productions. And I think it's one of the... Um, What's the what's the name of the, the crew that used to produce for Diddy back in the days? But, uh, the hitmen? hitmen, yeah, it was one of the hitmen. Um, Red, I think it's nah, nah. 
I don't. It's on there. It's the opinion of the producers. The founding fathers, the untold story of hip hop. It's been out for. It's been out since 2017. But a lot of people, obviously, they ain't paying attention to it because, you know, on YouTube, the views is at 17,000, almost 18,000. So a lot of people not paying attention to it. But now that you put a flame on the ass of everybody about this. I now, put this out five, like, or a couple years ago. When, yeah. I, when I first found out, I put it on Facebook. And I was arguing with niggas for that. Yeah. I was like, ah, because, you know, a lot they're of old to, school they're dudes. Trying to like not, they're trying to say Flowers was a disco DJ, but yeah. disco didn't start until the 70s. Right. He earned his stripes to play in disco clubs. Right. People hired him for that, but nah, that's that's not it, my man. Mm. Mm. That's that's definitely something to debate, but it's all told in this story. Yeah. You know what? Well, I, I spoke to the founding fathers, the untold story of hip hop, the own the you know the people that put it together, and we're gonna get them on the show. It's probably just gonna be a live. They're not gonna come in studio, but if anything, when I do get them on a live, I'm gonna have you chime in on that. Let's go. You gonna we gonna Brooklyn. It's gonna be some shit. So with that being said, um, the, so with that, the new music that you have that mm-hmm. you got out right now that you said to walk on by is only on your website, Elegy.net? Yeah, Elegy.net, walk on by, uh, produced by Crummy Beats. Um, I have a project coming out in October. It's called Denim Malt Liquor. Denim Malt Liquor. Yo, what the fuck? Where you be getting these names from, my guy? I just, I like words. Like, it's it matches, I don't know. I like putting words together that seems like it just don't fit. Yo, and on your website you have malt liquor that's like denim, right? Like the, the the malt liquor bottle is denim, or the malt liquor inside is denim, right? And then it says the malt liquor. Stick. It is the it's the it's like O-E the cover. cover. All right, it's the, basically like the cover of your music is the fashion shit. Mm. That's the shit to glitz and glamour. Everybody has to see that, right? But the malt liquor is the music. That's the shit that gets you drunk, that gets mm. you in your soul, that gets you, you know what I'm saying, to get you on another plane. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like, you know, in hip-hop, it's not, you know, bad meaning bad, but right. bad meaning good. So it is a denim malt liquor. Yeah, this is, yo, you come up with some of the most, like. The music button, most man, because you look lost. Hit the music button. Hold up. This, this, <laughs> you just come up with the most interesting titles to shit that, and look at this. Who came up with this? Who drew this? You did this? I didn't draw it, but that was the idea. Shout out to Rock Customs in Chicago. She did it. This is Mr. Slap Holes Eat Bacon. Slap right Holes Eat Bacon. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> All right, so we're going to check out this song real quick. You know what I mean? And we're going to come back with. Oh, 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 oh. Refresh the page. You probably didn't sound. He broke it. <laughs> and the only way we could hear this song is by going on the site, right? Yeah, you broke it. That's like a special. Uh... We gonna get this. We gonna get y'all gonna hear this exclusive music because you can't, you can't get it on uh, nowhere else. You feel me? Maybe I should go over here. So, yo, just in case y'all ain't know, me and Illa G goes back from, like, the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand, like, we've known each other for very long. Oh, you got it. That's a, that's a awful. You know what I'm saying? 
Hold up, I just got it right here. Let's see. You got her? Yeah, put your joint in there. Let us hear it through your joint. I'm surprised I want to click on it on this. And I'm on a the Chrome and a Safari. But let us hear this new music. This is the newest music that you put out, right? You said I broke it. How the hell am I going to break your website, my nigga? I don't know. Somebody got to get blamed. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Gonna have to write me in something though, son. We're gonna have to figure <laughs> something out, man. I'm ready to act in something. I need to act in something, my guy. Let's figure it out. Yeah, son. Write, write me in something, son. Let's figure something out, man. We got we got some guests in the building, some more guests in the building. They're gonna come in in a second. We're gonna get right to them. You know what I'm saying? I know y'all be out there paying attention when I put the promo up and S Street Media promo. We be having a guest in the building and um Getting right to the story that we we, we want to let y'all know about, or what y'all interested to know about everybody that we bring up, you know? Last night, we was at this event, and it was so crazy. It was S Street Media Summer Jam, you know what I'm saying? And everybody killed it. Like, I, I, have nothing, I have nothing negative or bad thoughts to say about none of the acts. Everybody, everybody did their thing, man. It was a great Great summer jam. This is the second anniversary of Street Media Summer Jam 2022. And um, it was definitely a dope show. And I ain't gonna front, I was sipping on some tequila, so I was like extra saucy. I don't know. Yo, <laughs> I was really excited last night. If you hear it in my voice a little bit, I was I was really hyped, you know what I mean? But uh, all of the artists killed it last night, and it was a great vibe, you know what I mean? So the next joint is the 20th, right? Yeah, that's the same day as the, uh, the algorithms. algorithms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Earlier that day, we have in the Springfield joint in Queens with Platinum Plus P in Springfield Park. And then later that evening, that's the next algorithm, S Street Media event algorithm. It's going to be crazy. Springfield, you hosting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We, we, you know what I'm saying? I'm hosting and we got a whole slew of S Street Media artists about to rock out. Um, you ready? Yeah, I'll be ready. All right, let's go. What up, Tommy? Yeah. Yeah. Boy, tell me. Scar. You can't see my scars, but there's a cut in every bar. Try to keep from running, but yet I'm breathing very hard. I'm a guard that is off of the grid, but in your radar. A ruler, how I'm knocking them out, just like Cesar. Salute to all my people and killers that's in the graveyard. You rappers like NBA niggas, you just play hard. I'm giving anybody this work just like a day job. Face your facade, face a charge like credit cards. The mirror of your image is timid in a mirage. I'm the clearer, higher power percentage that will evolve. Make you intimate with guns that revolve. Bullets touching all over your body like a massage in the hardcore. Knocking on the enemy's door. I'm intensity for centuries. I'm in War. Like the game is all tied and I'ma even the score And your end is like a twin cause I done seen it before 
I'm the dark corridor in your dream A fake friend is a green screen Making water feel like jeans I'm the drug everybody wants to sell to a fiend I done been to hell and back and everywhere in between But between me and you, I'm created by chemicals Quiet all the time with sublime subliminals Simple with a mental abuse, I'm presidential And every gun I have is a deuce looking for temples Hate a coupe pushing something with a missing roof In the villa like a killer but I'm in the suit Ella. Action figures where you ready to die Still fighting for my life and that's a steady reply I know many hate the truth cause they be living the lie If you don't like it you can walk on by Walk on by So yeah that was the new That was the newest Illa G joint right there um, that was the one that walk on by joint. Yeah, that's the one that they, that's every you said every couple every week you are gonna put out a new joint, right? Yeah, definitely. So which number is that one? That was number one. That's oh, the that first was the first one. one. Oh, that yeah. was the first one. Oh, okay. So what made you come up with doing that? Uh, it's to, flood it's the a, market. It's, it's to get a buzz leading up until um you know, goddamn dinner malt liquor. Mm. So you know. I'm just trying to get people to go to the website, you know, go to the website, give them some, you know, tracks that they can talk about. And plus it, you know, it keeps me on my game as far as writing. You know what I'm saying? It's just, just to have a lot of things. Are you one of them artists now that don't like to write or you just want to go in the studio and freestyle your shits? No, I never did that. Because it seemed like your, your lyrics is just too complex. Not to say Jay-Z's <laughs> lyrics is not complex because he's supposedly come off the top of his head, but a lot of these documentaries I'll be seeing, people be saying how, you know, in the beginning, Jay-Z was writing that shit, you know what I'm saying? Then he might have started freestyling later, but... No, I mean, I know people that did that before. You just right. come you come up with two bars, and you constantly say those two bars over, mm-hmm. and you add something else to it, right. add something else. Then after a while, it becomes easy. Right. But a lot of new dudes, you can tell when they're just, you know, it's because it, you know, a, a lot of... A lot of people now really not into the words and what they're saying. Right. But there's a, I'm happy to say there's a place for everything. Right. You know, there's a place for people that's not lyrical to just make songs. There's right. a place for people who's lyrical that want you to understand and be well renowned. Mm-hmm. There's a place for energy. There's a place for stories. There's a place for that. I'm proud of it. Yes, I was in the beginning. Yes, I was one of those. It's like, oh, this shit is stupid. Right. And then, you know, but then you got to think about it. Like, look where we came from. There's a place for it. Right. There's a place just like with R&B and anything else. There's a place for you to. And there's you always know, a there's fan a, base for it. Yeah. There's a place for a dude to be on his knees crying about his woman all the mm-hmm. time. There's a place for the dude to be, you know, the one that's singing. The place for the band. The place who really don't use a band. And, a, and it's all type of still R&B. But, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's still part of the culture. Rap is the business. Hip-hop is the soul. Like, the right, you know, right, the main right. thing of it. So, you know, once you sign that piece of paper, that's rap. Yeah. Yeah, they don't, they mm-hmm. they need you to get that, uh, with, look, I don't give a fuck, uh, Dr. Kev, whatever the fuck you want to yeah. name yourself. Um, we need this type of music for that. So it's pretty much you're not really. Yeah, you know, when I really found out that, me being like more of an eldestman artist, how it it's a lane for us. Like years back, maybe like 2016, 2017 or whatever, 
I was on um, a little tour and we went to the Carolinas and I performed. It was a bunch of, you know, that's when, you know, trap, it, drill wasn't as in just mm-hmm. yet, but it was trappy, crazy. And I performed, I think it was Whatever You Want For Me EP. And I dropped that. That was like the 10th anniversary of Grind Hard TV when I dropped that. So that was eight years ago. <coughs> Excuse me. And when I went to, I think it was Riley, North Carolina or South Carolina. North. Well, North Carolina. So when I got off the stage, a bunch of the people from down there came up to me and they was like, yo, we like the fact that you sound so New York. Like they couldn't believe that I got down there. An older artist. And I was spitting that New York shit that they was looking for. Mm-hmm. And they was like, yo, we like to see our New York niggas come down here and sound like that. You know what I mean? They didn't want me coming down there and sounding no. like them. So that right there opened my eyes and told me, like, yo, there's a lane for this New York sound. Yeah, you know of course I mean? it is. Because a lot of us seasoned artists, eldersmen, we we can't really make trappy, drilly stuff. It and, can. I can make it, and I can make it sound like me, but I just don't. Right, I don't. Well, I don't want to do stubborn. it. I'm, I'm, it's not even stubborn. It's just that I like what I like, and I feel I'm still learning. I'm still right. like it's to the point now. I'm at the point like for anybody that listened to my music before, I would always what they would call braggadocious. It's right. really called ego tripping, mm-hmm. where you just brag about how dope your words is, how dope your flow is. Mm-hmm. I never. I did topics, but I never really got too far in the street shit because. I don't think street shit should be on record. Right. I like that line, that line get blurred causes is issues. Right. Plus, there's a lot of things I've done that I can't speak on. Right. It's so that's, also, that, that shit doesn't right. belong on there. Yeah. So now I'm getting to the point of learning how to express myself in a different manner to tell, to talk about different topics. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like with this new with the new project, right? Dental malt liquor. There's a song about it's called "Remember How," mm-hmm. and that song is basically about people who talk shit and want to be in the street life and wanting to be yo, I, you know, two guns up and all that other shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? That you niggas talking with a Scarface pride, right? But I need you to remember just how Scarface died. Mm. And Nobody I say that before the, that. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, that's what that song is about. Right. like that. And now it, it's therapy for me now. Right. So I'm in a whole, it felt like I'm I'm pretty much born again yeah, now. Crazy. Like I have things to, you let me say these shit. The Scarface pride, man. Don't forget about how Scarface died. Yeah. Another hand clap for that, man. Because that goes right into the things that we're talking about, about the newer hip hop. Because it seems like a lot of the music is about killing and revenge and running yeah, down. Yeah, things got mis. I think things are, a lot of things got misconstrued in the nineties. Um, yeah, because of in course, the 90s, of we used course, to talk it was all right. Crazy. It was, but all right, hip hop has always been ego tripping or right. braggadocious or bravado, whatever you want to call it. Right. It's always been there, but once it was mixed with street, right. That's when it became a problem. Then a lot of people was talking about their struggles, mm-hmm. but they said it in such a manner that the struggles sound like the thing to do. Yeah. So now you got people that, you know, they see, they're not thinking about, okay, this person had a deal and they're popular and their videos being seen. Right. They like, oh, if he got chicks doing that and got money doing that, let me do it. Because yeah. I remember when uh, a friend of my cousin's, their 
then my, you know, I know that people too, the youngers are the same age, but the nephew, they was telling me, oh, son, son nice or whatever. So he was like, oh, let me rhyme for you. Right. So Snicker rhyme, and he said something about the fifth and popped something. And I was like, oh, when you ever shot somebody? Right. He was like, oh, no, I ain't, I ain't never that's when I was like, yo, you shouldn't, you shouldn't rhyme like that. Right. I don't think you should rhyme, but that's <laughs> the, you know, a lot of them feel yo. it's the thing to do, it's the thing to say. They're not understanding, like, well, sometimes. Look at it like this. Look at it as in battle rap. That's all a motherfucker say. Yeah, like, I mean, if it, battle yeah. rap is huge right now. So, right. braggadocious. Like, for instance, like with the uh, Griselda uh, group that Flex said that he don't really, you know, like their music and he's not going to play it in, in New York. What do you think about that? Because in Day Rhymes is like, the rhymes back in the nineties where everybody's yeah, talking about selling drugs and shooting motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean that's that's what they do. It happened to work for them and it pop off. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, there's a P one and P two in radio. Mm -hmm. Now, P one it's where everybody's paid to play. You can say however you want it. You know, there's a hundred points on an album. Labels give up points for these shows to be played. Right. P one is from six a.m. to six p.m. P2 starts from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. That's where you get all the mix shows. Right. Those DJs are allowed to play anything they want. Right. But they don't. When other places out of town, they have no problem with breaking artists right. from their town. Mm -hmm. They don't do that. A lot of DJs that like doing that are not on the radio. They're on XM radio right. because they don't like to be told what they can play. There's for them... Shouts to Eclipse and everybody right. on XM. For them, they want to play Jay, what they feel them, is dope. Them. Yeah, They don't want to play as like, oh, this person is a... So, you know what I'm saying? That's what they want right. to... And that's what it is. And, you know, a lot of people... I think that sometimes DJs need to either... Like, you got to support the town. Whether like whether it's whether it's what you call East Coast rap, boom bap, or whatever, support the town from boom bap all the way to what's the name? Dudes don't break records no more. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The South didn't need it because the South, how they broke records, is in the strip club. Right. You know what I'm saying. Everybody out of town, they didn't have that, so they had people riding around playing the music. Mm. So you gotta, you know what I'm saying. I, I think sometimes either you gotta get with it or step the fuck out the way. Yeah, basically, basically. But nowadays, it's, you can go viral on TikTok and shit like that. That's a whole yeah, other Yeah, right could possibly, you know yeah. 10 seconds, can, 15 seconds can get you the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well, then, you know what I'm saying? You got to know how to really capitalize off that yeah, shit, Yeah, you got to know how to capitalize on it. Oh, yeah. Well, shout out to you because you got the website popping and you're doing your own, you know what I'm saying, deliveries, you know what I'm saying, working. You're your own boss. Like, when you do your taxes, you're your, you're your business. 1099. 1099. 1099, gang. Because exactly. we're going we to try to sound uh, up to yeah. date. 1099, yeah, gang. Yeah, like, let me see your 1099, <laughs> motherfucker. Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? But, yo, tell everybody, you ain't going nowhere yet, cause I, but I got, I got two more guests. I want to bring them in there, so we're going to... We're going to go into some music, and then we're going to come back with Soul B and um, Ty Too Fly. But you're going to sit in on the show because we probably do a cypher at the end. I have no other end. choice. You're my ride home. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I wish that uh, I could have got that joint <clears throat> up, but you played it and we loved it. So I'm going to go into, because now that we just spoke about like the grown-up music, we actually got another younger artist in here, and we can actually have his point of 
what he thinks about, you know what I'm saying, back in the days as opposed to now. A lot of people always say, like, an older eldestman artist be like, yo, you know, the youth and this and that and blah, 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 la, la, la. But then now we have a younger artist in here that they can speak on what they feel about, you know what I'm saying, their generation and what they feel about the forefathers before them as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Because so, it, I don't think it should be... Like, in, in the beginning, when they was calling it mumble rap, right. like, we just, it's not the fact of the music, it's the fact of say something. Right. Say something. Give me, just don't give me plain ass, like, just plain food that's not going to stick to my ribs. We just want to hear something that stick to the ribs, and I've seen it change. Right. That artists are saying more passionate things they remember, but you know this and this and this. It may sound like you know I, a lot of them. I feel is just energy, but there's a lot of them also. They are saying something. Right. They are saying or they're they're using similes and metaphors. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's in that certain style of flow that they do now. Right. But I'm listening, and I I'll accept that. Mm-hmm. I'll accept that as long as you just say something. Yeah, because like, I, I hear now they be rapping, they be they be spitting now. Like yeah, a, a lot of people used to that's think it, little baby in them wasn't spitting. Nah, like, well, but in the beginning be of it, when people was just going, nigga, you not saying nothing, like you not giving me nothing to Now niggas is rapping though. Yeah, niggas is rapping now. They talking some shit though. So I'll accept, I love the passionate of it when somebody is saying something. Yeah. That's what it is. So look, we're gonna we gonna we gonna be back with more with Illa G, but we're gonna have, you know what I'm saying, Tatu Fly and Soul B come in. We're gonna come back with more. This is for the Rama Groundhog TV podcast. You already know. Tell me how you gonna do it, yeah, yeah. How you gonna drop me? How you gonna drop me? When you ain't got body.
with it, ain't wasting no time, gotta get to them ditches You run up on me and you gon' end up missing Don't hear what you saying, just shut up and listen Cut one off and she thought I was kidding She watching me hard, now she see how I'm glistening Don't speak on my name or your song, don't mention Rapping about stuff that you know you ain't living It's top two flying, I swear I be trending I hop in the car and I shine like a star Going and going, I got with my bars I'm coming up, they really wishing I fall Don't care what you think in my mind, who is y'all Try to stop me, got my team as a bra Stop running and running, cause this ain't no haul Four, five, break your neck, break your jaw I'ma make M's and buy me a mansion They see how I'm coming, so they stop the pain the homie say I'm switching up, I don't care. I don't care. How you gon' say that you won't even there? Finna be signed, so you won't be here. My name ringing bell, so you won't be near. Do you feel the pain that I really felt? Just keep it 100. Do you really care? Keep it 100. Do you really care? Yeah, yeah. Keep it 100. Do you really care? Yeah, yeah. Keep it 100. Tell me the real reason why you here. Lost so much people, and I swear it ain't fair. How you don't like me? How you don't like me? But you steady watching. Yeah, yeah. How you don't like me? How you don't like me? But you steady watching. Yeah, yeah. How you gon' stop me? How you gon' stop me? You can't even stop me. You can't yeah, even yeah. stop me. How you gon' top me? How you gon' top me? When you can't even stop me. You yeah, can't even yeah. Stop me. How you gon' do it? How you gon' do it? Tell me how you gon' do it. Yeah, yeah. How you gon' do it? How you gon' do it? Tell me how you gon' do it. Yeah, yeah. How you gon' drop me? How you gon' drop me? When you ain't got bodies. Yeah, yeah. How you gon' stop me? How you gon' stop me? When you steady be knocking. Yeah, yeah. How you gon' do it? Again, I'm back, as you know what it is, Groundhog TV podcast, and we here, you know what I'm saying, we just were speaking to Illa G. And we Fred Smith about, here told us oh, the B&H God. photo. And we just was talking about, um, like, all of the younger artists and everything like that, so that we just took a quick music break and we put on, you know what I'm saying, a new a newer artist coming up in the game. His name is Tatu Fly. He performed last night at the S Street Media Summer Jam. You know what I'm saying? All that footage and everything is out there and it's, more is coming. But um, I want to introduce Tatu Fly. Make some noise, y'all. Yo, what up, what up, what up? All right, so they not going to stop me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yo, what's good with you, man? Like, like, tell everybody about you real quick. Let them know, like, like what you, what's, what's the whole situation with you and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? So, Tatu Fly, I'm, you know? Born in New York, raised in North Carolina. Mm. I really don't like to put a label on where I'm from. Right. You know, I call myself an army kid. Mm. You know, my Dukes, Billionaire East, mm-hmm. Step Pop, So B. Mm-hmm. You know, survive. So you was born in New York and moved down as a baby, or you, yeah. was, you grew up a little bit here? Nah, it was. I was back and forth yeah. a lot. Like, oh, stand the mic. born in New York, I moved to North Carolina. Like when I was in my months, I forgot when my, when my dude oh, said. Oh, so yeah, you from you from the Carolinas now, my guy. Nah, but then I moved back when I was like nine, ten. I moved oh, back okay. to New York. All right, you were down. And then I was here, East New York, Jersey, mm. back down south. Oh, okay, so you now was, Connecticut. Right. Well, now we in Atlanta, but then Connecticut before right. Atlanta. Right. So I really be like, I'm a army kid, but born in New York, raised down south, cousins to Connecticut. Mm. Oh, okay, know? okay. That's how. I, so your style of music, I would say, like you, you have kind of like a southern flow, right. or um, what, what is it? The, not the, it's not a trap sound. It's a drill. It's like a drill, drill southern type of south yeah, type thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're doing it good though. Your shit's fire. Appreciate like, it. Appreciate you know what I'm saying? it. Like the more and more I hear your songs, because the first song that I heard was the second one that you performed last night. That I we making play plays, that. making plays. Yeah, we gonna we gonna play that today too. But um, that was that that was fire to me, and I was like, yo, son is. 
he's killing it. You know what I'm saying? For the newer artists coming up in the, in the game and shit like that. Appreciate you know? it. So what is your take on the game right now as far as you being a younger artist? How old are you, matter of fact? 19. 19 years just old. Just turned 19 so in yeah. June. Wow. So you just, you a cancer. Gemini. Gemini. Okay. So you two, you two people right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so, so like on, as far as your rap side, like how do you feel about the game right now? Right now, like it's, it's a vibe right now, but like everybody really telling on themselves. Yeah, you know, like making cases on self, but it's really a vibe right now. Like, you know, like Sobeys tell me, "Yo, do do samples, do samples." Now it was some everybody doing samples. You know, right. everything is sampling this and throwing it on there. So I notice I'm hearing a lot of songs with like old school records. Yeah, they, they flipping over again. I yeah, notice they, they sampling it. it now. So yeah. you know that's really the vibe right now, and you got to really. Like fit in but be different Right You know that's what I'm trying to do I'm trying to fit in but be different Like right. I don't want to follow the wave But you got to hop on the wave to Right You know start your own wave So That's really it for real Word How long you been rapping for? You're only 19 so I've been rapping since I was young Like I had baby pictures My grandpa used to have me in the studio mm. Like he used to make me go in the studio And he would say something And then I'd rap over what he said Right like, It was stuff like that And then Peace to the gods Am I going? Yeah, you on. Peace to the God, sincere. Yeah, he had him in the studio since he was a kid, you know. Peace to the God, sincere. Yeah, y'all know that's Soul B right there, y'all. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my grandpa's had me in the studio. And then by the time I hit like 10, 11, 12, I was telling him, like, yeah, I'm going I'm to do it myself. But he was still helping me out. Right. Then my uncle died in 2017. I'm like, dang. Like, I don't Rest mean. in peace to Buddha. Yeah, Buddha. Buddha died Buddha in 2017. Died. I went down south that summer. I'm like, what I'm going to do? I wasn't balling. None of that. We went to the studio for fun. My dude's like, just show me you you serious. Show me this what you want to do. And, I'm a, and I wasn't even taking it serious. We just right. used to go for fun. I started doing it. And then I started figuring out, like, even if I'm not speaking on on, on him and my songs, right. it's, it's helping. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't have to be talking about him or talking about how I, like pain in the song, but it's helping. Right. So, what do you think about the gang culture and everything like that? Because you hit with Soul B, and he's like the OG <laughs> of the OGs. He's the Godzilla OG up in here, right, King right. Kong OG up in this motherfucker. So, and now it just so happens that um, me seeing a lot of his new interviews, he talk, he preaches peace. And everything right, for right, dudes right. to do things a different way. But your genre right now of music is, like you said, talking about they a lot talk of how they it. Yeah, running like, down on you. They, he, they preach Addy, peace and the new generation of is like, yo, we know we don't care nothing about peace. That peace right. sign is broken. So what you think about that, man? I feel like with that situation, you gotta kinda like you like it's to a certain extent how much you put in your songs, like Really not supposed to be speaking on it for real, but if you speaking on something, don't you know? Like they be really telling, like yes, telling everything. But like you know, like so be my dukes. Everybody tell me you gotta keep rap and and street life and separate, separate. You can't mix the two. You can't right. be two. So would you say you a blood or you you blooded? I'm an artist. You're an artist. Okay. Like you think if that if that's what uh what his name YSL guy. Uh, thugging, thugging, yeah. He, he. I think at the end he was trying to just say how he was an artist and he wasn't trying right. to affiliate the YSL with the. I don't yeah. understand why since since Takashi, oh no, it was before Takashi when uh, uh, GS Nine when they got taken down. Yeah, I thought that all of the rappers oh, would have like wise and done. Up and be yeah. like yo, fuck this. We ain't 
We not fucking this up. It's so many different crews after GS9 more. that that wanted the popularity so bad that they went and started telling on themselves. You know, on YouTube is a, 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 a white guy, and he followed for the longest. He followed all of the gangs in uh-huh. New York and all of the uh, gangs in Chicago. I and think all I that. know you're talking about. He be going to different hoods yeah. and, and, and recording. And yeah. he be like putting all of their lives together yeah, and coming yeah. up with a synopsis of who killed what and how that guy died. And uh-huh. on this live, you could hear such and such talking yeah. about it. Why such and such a demon? Why he I'm got like, this name in the hood? The yeah. fuck is these guys <laughs> not seeing this and realizing that, yo? Y'all better stop talking on these motherfucking lives and talking on your songs because one of the main reasons why Young Thug is going down is because he talked about shooting at, at this motherfucker's mother. Yeah. And, and she song. really got shot. The yeah. house got shot up more than once and she really got shot. And, then he and you about talking it about in it song. in the song. Like how idiotical is that? And Thug, he was, I ain't gonna lie, Thug had the industry in his hands. Like. Yeah. Like right now at this point, he was the biggest. Yeah, and like, it always seems they come to get you when you at your when highest you at the point. highest. Like, Yo, I want to, I want to, I want Soul B to come in and talk about this because this spills right into what we're talking about yes. with you being here. Like you are like very, I, like I tell him, right? My little homie Rod Diggs, even before GS9. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is with you know, and I used to tell him this when he was in, right? Before he came home, right? You don't have to be the realest, right? See, this is what I think the perception that young brothers miss, and at some point. We have contributed to that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Being real. What's really real. You know what I'm saying? So these young brothers today, they see or they involve themselves and they believe that if they rap about it, it makes them more credible. Right. Well, we know a lot of the successful rappers right. are entertainment. They never did a crime in their lives. Right. Or they definitely ain't doing oh, crimes you, now. No, they made you believe. See, it's all about a belief. Right. Because all the real, real, how many real, real, real criminal are rappers? Right. Let's just put this together. Yeah. Well, obviously, thugging them was. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. What happened with thugging them, what happens with a Casanova, what happens to right. uh, many other other Unsung brother that we don't know. What right. happens is they grew up in an environment. Mm-hmm. This is what they know. Right. As their success begins to grow, they believe they still had to be loyal to the environment. Right. Not really realizing that eventually you were building a case on yourself. That's right. why the state didn't come in the feds came in right they let him rock for 10 years right as they did my little homie rod diggs so although he beat all those cases in the state they got him with a rico and you Mm. know rico continuing criminal enterprises 10 years this what a lot of people don't know a 10 year in the law 1962 it's a federal law uh, I think it's 18 U.S.C. 1962, right. where's the RICO Act, where they indict bosses. So the crime could have been committed 20 years ago, but they're able to bring you back under continuing criminal enterprises mm. with a conspiracy with someone else. So I, I, I told, Ron knew this before, right. but he didn't understand the fact when you young, you too black, you too strong. They look at when you say I could put five thousand 
young boys in the street with guns. You're a small militia. Right. That's a fact. Right. You're a small militia to the government. Yep. And they don't want that. What? They didn't they didn't bomb towns and flooded cities of black people that they felt was flourishing and being yes. too strong. Yes, they you understood see. that from the sixties with that, the Panthers and the Black Malcolm Liberation Army. You know, and all the philosophy. Right. So now coming up to date, these young brothers don't do their history. They think it started with with, with them. Yeah. <laughs> like we all kind of did in our genre when we thought but we were. You was see the, the difference is we understood the culture, because you still got that, right. whether it was from the five percent nation of gods and earth, right. whether it's from the nation of Islam, right. whether it's from the, that cultural interest, brothers gave you that, and that's whether you abided by and followed it to its T. Right. But you had that there. Right. No one today, today, I mean, say in twenty years, which is twenty years, is young thug and all of them right. elders, which is. Our juniors. Right. Well, I think, I think uh, what I really believe is, like, back in the days, like you said, we had the God bodies and the Muslims and, every, you know, Christian people yeah. to try to get us to abide by living righteous and not getting ourselves into nothing and not being taken advantage of either. But nowadays, it seems like this new this new genre, the millennials, they pray, they, they like, go off of gang life. You know not what I'm saying? Even. It's, like, it's like everything for clout now. Everything for clout oh, so on the internet. So, do, so you saying a lot of people get involved in a gang because it's the popular thing to do? Yeah, like that's that's it's that. That's the popular wow. thing to do. If if you on if you on if you go on YouTube right now and you see a regular music video or something, you probably scroll past it. You see a music video with everybody with flags, everybody turned mm. up. Oh, let me click on that. that what they doing? If I'm right. saying like everything for clout and for the internet now. Mm. So that's why like I feel like my generation do it because Bring attention, right? Like it's really attention now. So basically, these dudes is bringing uh, police attention to them and other ops attention to them by rapping about killing and <laughs> I'll get your click and fuck you, blah blah blah, and I got guns yeah. just so you, you get famous. It's, it's all so clout. now I kind of and then understand. it's like it's like it's like boom, they rapping like that. They feel like if I'm like now the next person gonna feel it like oh right. yeah he tough he like that mm. he you have you know to I'm saying like right. You have to have an op, right? And op, when it's a C, I, I, see, and I tell him every day, you know what I'm saying, just being visual and, you know, dealing with the gang element. Right. Because, honestly, I go back to the 70s when gangs was at, the gang bloods as we know it today started in prison for a specific fact. It wasn't. We were gang. I was never a gang banger. I was told that, that Bloods was started because in jail, like the uh, the Spanish uh, the uh, Spanish gangs was like yes, going hard yes. on black no, people, they, so they, they formed they were. a gang to protect and we themselves. Fought, yes, to protect ourselves. Right. So now you know because many of us was a part of the nation of gods and earth, and right. we had the solution being renegade gods, right. because you know the gods say that if you don't have knowledge yourself, then you'll build power. Right. So that prevented them from intervening. Right. Muslims say if you didn't take your shahada, you're not Muslim. So that prevented them from intervening. Right. You feel me? And any other other organizations, it prevented them. So here it is, the renegade gods, we had the solution because not only did we care, we got sick and tired of being sick and tired. It wasn't right. happening to us, but it was happening to black people. Right. And in jail was all about race. You feel that no how no matter how you put it, and if you're a conscious brother, you're not gonna see five brother five uh, 
Spanish brothers, because right. I'm not saying all, but it was a whole new Spanish element. Right, right. It wasn't the guys that grew up with us in the projects right, right. on the block. These were a whole new, you know what yeah. I'm saying, migration. But even, of even some of the dudes, like even some of the Spanish dudes that grew up with black people, when they got to jail, it was lucrative for them to be down with the Spanish yes, schools. Yes, right. yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, That's yes, a fact. Yes. Like, I know. Like, and I, it was like either get down right. or lay down. Exactly. And the ones that went against that. Yeah. They were kind of outcasted. They were outcasted, but they they, sided with us. Yes, exactly. And became a total, and so they had to bang three times as hard. Exactly, because they was an op to the Spanish people. Yes, but it was it was more of a cause than a B cause. Right. We didn't realize it was going to trickle out to the street, Mm -hmm. and then what happens by two thousand, they start copycatting the West Coast. Mm. So, so. The the gang the Bloods and the Crips in the West Coast they've been out for like since the sixties the fifties so how, so who so it was a it was a Blood OG that came from Cali and came out here and went to jail no, no, and started no, it no, so how did no, it start no. in, in jail out well here? one of the founders OG Mac on mm-hmm. one part T he he got locked up in Baltimore right and he seen how there were bloods in Baltimore in the Baltimore prison system, mm-hmm. and he seen how they moved. But believe it or not, when he got back to New York, it wasn't even about bloods. The B was about Brooklyn and Bronx because the five original, now a lot of these guys got on these podcasts and said they were founders. No, they were not. Right, They're capping, they're lying. <laughs> you know, I'm just not the one right. that, you know, to to expose it, even though I opened up the door, you know what I'm saying, right. on the other podcast for that. But no, they were not the actual. There were actually five individuals and none of them were blood. The B stood for Bronx and Brooklyn. Mm. You feel what yeah. I'm saying? And those individuals was Rudy Red. Mm-hmm. That's my boy. I raised him up. Omar, Porti, Polo, Fila, and Lilo. Mm. Those were the five individuals who were not blood, but eventually became the foundation that everybody runs around here. All that, yo, mm. it's me, it's me, it's me. But those were the five individuals. But at that given time, what happened was Rudy lent an individual a razor who was jumped, the brother from Brooklyn. I don't remember his name. Right. He was jumped. He was like a dude that wasn't going for it with the Lion Kings. He came down from up north. Right. They The brother went out, but they jumped and they did him dirty. Mm-hmm. So the police came to Rudy and said, listen, yo, man, why y'all let him jump that brother like that? Rudy felt the way. So he said when they went to the mess hall, he said, listen, first Lion King I see, I'm popping off. Right. He went and he popped on him. The red bandanas he used to wear because he was going bald. Right. So he used to wear, like Tupac, he used to wear the different bandanas. This before they prohibited him on Rackers Island. Right. So that's where the red come from. So when he popped other individuals who knew him, because he was a popular guy out the Bronx, right. then the term just eventually took on bloods. Right. And then, you know, it went from there to this point. So, and when 2000 came, I never banged against a crip. I never. Mm-hmm. I, tell, I tell guys that all the time. I've never 
banged against the crib because I never seen myself as a color banger or a gangbanger. Right. Now, Latin Kings, Nietas, and all the other opposing Latin gangs, but I'm not a racist. Right, number one. Well, in jail, you know, it's like I said, yeah, it's about jail, race. You, you understand the dynamics. So, when I, 2000, I came out the box, I was going down to Rackers Island, and I hear guys talking about Bloods and Crips. You know, I'm like, huh, Crips? Like, I didn't, I only knew a few Crips, which were from out west, but they were down with us. That's Big Stag, original founder of the A-Trade Gangster Crips in South Central, may he rest in peace. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And knows that he gave birth to Blue Boy, which mm -hmm. is a childhood friend of mine's. But I didn't understand it. So when T got in touch with me, T Rogers, may he rest in peace, mm -hmm. you know, Black Peace Stone Crip, and he was uh he was like, brother, what y'all doing? Y'all copy. I said, hold up, I ain't never been a copycat in my life. I'm a real Brooklyn, a New Yorker, not even Brooklyn, New Yorker. We trendsetters. Right. You know what I'm saying? How we blood was different with your thing. Our thing is more similar to the black gorilla family with George Jackson in prison when he formulated that, you know, with a conscious mindset. We wasn't senselessly gangbanging. And now when I look at it, I see brothers in the street, and I'm like, I hear a young brother, yo, ah, you know, they just got the whole gang culture, and they took the consciousness away from them. Right. Because the foundation was about consciousness. Brotherly love overrides our destruction. Mm. So if that's why you set tripping on your brother, blood. Mm. Now different blood sets for that supremacy are banging against each other. Mm. And I always thought no when way. I was younger and, and um I remember they used to have the uh don't do 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 that uh it's like the self-destruction of self -destruction, Cali. But yes. the one of Cali where they was oh, talking you're about talking about where we're all in the same gang. Yeah, all in the same gang yeah, and shit like that. And, and I was like, damn, I was like the way they 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 killing each other, doing these drive-bys and shit. I was like, shit like that will never happen in New York. But and I was absolutely wrong. That's right. <laughs> and that's what T, with T, me and T was building. He was saying that, that yo, you don't realize the magnitude. See, because California is spaced out. Right. New York, we're congested. Project after project. So just imagine the map. Yeah. Marcy, Tonkins, which have issues Already from just being in the project, this side from that side, Farragut. I mean, all of these projects. So just imagine the magnitude. Thank right. God we ain't there yet, but we're going if somewhere if we don't find a solution to the problem. And the powers that be with the music are promoting this. You turn a drill rapper, a multi-millionaire. Now he what got, that money. Now he now got, he got money. money to do a whole bunch of fuck shit that he rapping about with his friends. <laughs> and he helping out dudes in the street that's killers. Ah, that are killers. That's promoting. Those are the ones you don't see that's behind the scenes right. promoting that. It seemed like these dudes is rapping about the stuff that they're doing in the street excessively because now they just put a law where they can now indict these people off of those shit that they saying on their songs. That they law song. been there. Rod Diggs was the first right. one in New York. Before him, remember, they did it with Steady B. Yep, yep. Schoolie, Schoolie uh, B in yes, Philly. Yep. And then the, the other, Sebo. Listen. Nah, they they, nope. I could have sworn I seen nah, him on Instagram. Then they did it with Sebo. Sebo was the first, out and he's a crip from either Sacramento, somewhere out there. This is like they Almost even did that shit that I got ago. from Philly just not too long ago. Um, AR ad. Yeah, but but, but this, they, these laws have been... So if you've done your homework... 
Right. Or you listen to the OG as right. you're supposed to, the one that's telling you what not to do, right. not what to do, you would right. be more prepared to go against See, the power. All right, so be. now with that being said, back to Too Fly. <laughs> too Fly. Like, what you got to say about that? Because that's basically your genre of music right there. Like, y'all talk about a bunch of killing and just self-destruction for popularity. So That's what I'm saying. Like I said, like I think it's, it's all about being popular, like, if you rapping like this and you speaking like this, people going they they watching you. So like, what's your take on it though? Because like you a rapper, like I, like I, listen, I don't promote it, but you gotta fit in to to separate. Like right. you gotta you gotta kind of ride the wave to to get off the wave. Like you come in trying to start a new wave, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like they ain't used to that, so they ain't mm-hmm. trying they ain't trying to hear it. But you come in doing something they already used to. Boom! Right. Now they they on they on the wave. They they oh yeah he hot he hot. Right. Then you could switch it up. You could you could come in like biggest gangster and you really not like that. You could come in and be the biggest gangster and you not. So that's like why that. some of the Once rappers that own, do get on, like for instance, they said Baby got became a gangster late in the game. Like Baby from Cash Money Click, yeah, like, yeah. he said that yeah. he got in late in the game. So a lot of big artists that got on turned blood late in the game. Like that's they already was on and they just got in the blood game because I guess but, they had a lot. And of And then blood see, they was them. making they was making no, lit music. 10. Like they wasn't really. You know? His connection is Mac Ten, the Inglewood family. Okay. When Mac Ten became a part of them, you know, because it was there, they you know it's, to promote the culture is 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 love. You know the brotherhood, and I appreciate that, but. To not, in some point, speak out against the senseless violence. Mm. That's what I'm speaking about. Because black people have been beefing, tribal. We went from tribalism to gangs. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So there's always going to be differences when you're from different locations and different geographical areas. You wear hats, I don't. Mm -hmm. You light-skinned, I'm black. You know, that whole plantational Mentality, right? But I tell him when you look at Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, he came in the game. He's a hardcore affiliate gang member. Mm-hmm. He didn't come in the game like that, right? You didn't come yeah. in the game I'm because the big homies. No, you ain't coming in like that. But when you see his videos, yeah, you see the affiliation. Like, uh, what's that? Walking King Kong. All of his shit. All of you, you, you know, people who know. Know the affiliation yeah. game, even though we knew his background, but until he didn't come in like that, because you know he came into New York, right. 50 put him on, yeah. But he still was repping that gang, no, but gang he life. was, but you he was now he switched it up, yeah, like he, he was real gang heavy now. As hard, every artist that's affiliated now, you outside of Snoop, you see Snoop, Snoop is world the biggest crip, crip gang member. <laughs> Because Snoop reps California. He just don't rep Crips. He rep right. California, which is blood. You feel me? But mm-hmm. I say this to say, Coop, Snoop is welcoming everybody home. Mm-hmm. Uncle Snoop. You feel what I'm saying? So when you coming in, it's a, it's, it's, it's a certain way of decorum and ethics that you have to bring, which you allow them to virtually destroy you in your actions when these young brothers are talking. Right. Now, if they was the intelligent gang member, mm-hmm. showed that you see their supreme intelligence, it'd be different. Right. But you're buying into what they use against us to degrade us, mm-hmm. talk condescendingly and say, so white America's like, oh my God. He's, 
When I was it seems like now white America, they embracing this type of music and they want it. No, they they're embracing it. the music. We're talking about, you see, who's behind you? What community member is behind Young Thug right now? All the money he got. Say, uh-uh, you, we, we know the boy that y'all ain't taking him. Oh, yeah, ain't nobody. It's a fact. Ooh, what, is his community standing up? Nah. And he has money. This is the point I'm making. Right. So that means somewhere along the line. They're like good riddance. He was, ah. Yeah, the, the he community. was miseducated. Right. So this is what these young brothers today, building these cases on themselves and doing things that are not productive and constructive in their community because they're doing it in their own communities. Now, I just heard Tatu Fla say, you know, stepdad. So your relationship to him is, you know what I'm saying, y'all his dadinger? You know, he said, mom, he got to tell you that's the mom, mom and yeah. Yeah. So how is that for you, you know what I'm saying, to have an OG in the game practically it's, manage you? It's... It's not. It's stressful on yeah. both sides, though. Like, mm. my dudes, too. Because it's like what they used to and then what, what, what my generation doing now is like, you know, so when I go in the studio and do certain songs, is you know, like, it's, it's a little stressful, but it's good at the same time because, boom, now he telling me, don't do this, don't do that because mm -hmm. I, you see, you know, then my dukes, nah, don't, don't, you don't even got to go that way. Make club songs, mm. you know, so it's, it's, it's a good thing. But, like, on the working side, it's stressful. <laughs> you know, because... I'm like, Al. Al never made a gangster. He sounded it in his approach, but he mm. made songs for the women. Right. And he's one of the most successful rappers That's ever a fact. Right. in the game. He just did the biggest Rock the Bells headline of that shit. Yeah. It was huge. You know what I'm saying? So but look, he, got, he got his name over. Uh, yeah, yeah. He had, he had yes. to get that back. So, I say that to say is that when I, when I, when I tell him is that... Like my guy Rod Diggs said, you can die for a quote or a comment and don't even be directly affiliated. But because of what you said in your music, yeah. right. you throwing K's and I'm going to tell you a story, right? It's a story about Fabio Farring, mm. right? Yeah, Fabio. Fabio, good right. kid. I like him from right. the hood and everything. But at the time, they was throwing GDK. Right. Right? And you know I just happened the one of the big homies of the folks is my little homie. That's why I'm in this store all the time. Right. And at the time, Fabio was shooting at him, well, you know, through the music. Right. These dudes in the street, they end up running down. On them. You feel me? Right. Play, play. I mean, thank God nothing occurred. Right. But that's why I tell him, don't be... Throwing K's, and you know, because you claim your own affiliation. And that young boy who really about that, right. that you don't even know, believing, oh, now you got arguments. Oh, he affiliated with this. He affiliated. When these kids is rapping, they're not even really affiliated with the hardcore right. gang members. Right, right. But because what they may wear, you feel me? What they may say, yeah. Because when they in them for rounds, the popularity, my kids was in the car with me yesterday, uh, this weekend. Well, because we was we went to Great Adventures. I took my little sons to Great Adventures yeah. and shit. So, mm -hmm. 
in the car, I was like, I, I, my sons, they kept having their headsets in and listening to music. And I'm listening to the music, and I know it's sounding like tr drilly. Right, so right. I know what drill music is. Yeah, so fun. I told my son, I said, yo, why don't you plug into the car so we can listen to what you listen to? <laughs> <laughs> you know what like, let, let's hear what you're listening yeah. to. And he put me on to one of these gang members, right? Um, I forgot the guy's name, but he was going at, like, uh, the GS9 guys, he was just two, going two, two G's. Two, two, was it two, 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 two G's? G's? He was going at twenty two G's, yeah, and he was from, going at Rowdy. Yeah, it's some it's some rapper that do a lot of freestyles, and he going at these dudes, and he's talking. What's his name? Blicky. Yeah, talking about two two G's. Is it two two G's? Nah, of, uh, other guy. He, yo, Jackie Rob, not Jackie Rob. Yo, Eric uh, uh, Field. All I know is that. Yeah. All I know is that the shit he was saying in these records, he was basically saying, "When I see y'all, I'm gonna kill y'all." And if y'all see me, it's whatever. And everywhere I'm at, I got that thing on me. Like, and me being a, a for real, for listening real. to this, like, do they think that cops don't ride around and listen to that shit? That's a fact. Like, yeah, how do you think? Fight. Right. They got police specifically just for hip-hop rhymes. And you know what's crazy? The other day, I'm on the phone with my man. He he got locked up or whatever. He like, yo, um, they just switched me out. They switched me to gang unit. I'm like, why? He like, Mike. I'm like, why? He like, cuz Crip came in here. Ah, we going back and forth. We fighting, blah, blah, blah. He like, yo, why I go in there? And they got your song pulled up, making plays. He like, I go in there, they got your song pulled up. Like, they got my song pulled up. He like, yeah. He said, the dude told me, he said, the boy got a song with Casanova. He going to make it. Mm. And he was like, he was like, um, he said, he looked up on a what's the name? At a, on a board or something like that. And it had his name up there. And then on a, on a video, they paused it on a part where he was in the video. Oh, we had the green flags. And he like and he like you right there. He like um, your music. Now boom, they sent him the gang unit for that. I'm like, oh yeah, that's I ain't. Mean, if I'm saying we can't do that no more. I ain't gonna run. I was about to play this record. I, I know, I I'm know. I seen it. I seen like, it. That's why I said that, it. That's one of my favorite shit. But you are talking spicy in that record. Like, I was. You, you talking I was. real spicy? But like I said, you gotta, you gotta. And then I'm not saying like he when not I be rapping, affiliation, right? Yeah, but like. But he's still talking that. He's still talking that spicy life look, in that shit. I don't say in songs. I'm gonna shoot him. I'm gonna kill him when I see. Him. I ain't saying that. You, it's a lot of shit you but said I be in that saying record, stuff, so but I ain't gonna say shit. Stuff. Like, I'm gonna play that before yeah, this yeah. show is out, my nigga. We gonna, cause I like that shit. I like how you use that sample, like you know. So be told you sample some shit over, like old school shit, and you facts, got that. Facts, facts. That New York, yeah. That nah, shit see, fire. Nah, New but York. I was talking. talking. Spicy I ain't gonna lie. New shit. York. I was talking. Yeah. See, he don't say with K, but he said throwing a K. Yeah. So I say to K. gang members, what K he talking about? K right. who? Because right. even GDK. SK, BK, right. you, you feel me? All these damn Ks, CKs, uh, you know, I'm like. CK is so Calvin crazy. Klein. I confused. Let me, yeah, <laughs> let me show you. It's so crazy because I be talking with you, right? Right. Through another homie of mine, mm -hmm. who's, he's, he's blood too, but he's out in Inglewood, him and you like this. And, you know, guys, you know, the, 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 the founding guys are, are talking about getting this money, man, organizing, mm -hmm. you know. Dudes are religiously attached. I think that's missing too. Mm. A lot of these young brothers don't have a spiritual connection. Now, I'm not saying you have to be Muslim, Christian, mm. nothing. But if you don't have a spiritual connection, what happens? It detaches you from humanness. Mm. It's easy to kill when, you know, just being in the mental and physical, I'm strong. That's an animalistic state of being. Right. That's fact. So it's easy. You have no regard. The spirit is what connects you to everything around you. 
you know, it's I'm I'm really happy to have an OG blood in here that could actually speak positivity about it, and a young drill rap artist who y'all just talk about killing in this whole <laughs> gang yeah, shit anyway. In the dead. same time, you know what I'm saying? Because let, I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you how I feel about some, some something, and I want to put this out there because I have y'all here mm-hmm. now. I feel like this. I feel like it's it's pretty idiotical if it's a word, but. <laughs> You know, how could you rap so much about this killing lifestyle and you a goon and you a demon and shit like that? And a lot of these dudes get killed off like stupidly, like in on camera. That's a fact. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you said, the 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 dude that be going to hoods and yeah, they like, be throwing that in there. Like, yo, oh, he blurted out though. Like, I can't show ah, but it's on camera. Exactly. Yeah, like, y'all dudes is. Y'all talking this gang shit about how gangster you are, but then you get killed. It it, it kind of like takes away from your gangster. Like that's a fact. Like a uh, prime example when the dude King Vaughn when he I was got just killed that. when he got killed on nah, camera. It's, 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 I thought King Vaughn was you know the most gangsterous yeah. killer demon. They've said to him in a lot of interviews. Oh yo, he he did, he the Grim Reaper out there. But look how look how he got killed out there. Like, Grabbing onto the dude for his dear life, all That's his mans fact. with him, they ain't do nothing. Scattered. Like, how does that make you look after That's you? And they still be playing his records about how gangster he was, and he died so like easily. Yeah, like, and it was like a kind of a like a. You wasn't. You didn't go out in full blazing yeah. like you. You was trying to fight somebody, and his man shot you down, and your yeah. mans was there with you. They didn't revenge nothing. Ran. And no to this day. And it's like, how? What is the purpose of that? All of that. And he was a real killer. I'm hearing. I'm, see, I think I, I think when when see, I mean, my definition of you know anyone can kill a baby can kill. Yes, anybody could grab a, a gun and anyone kill or stab kill. anyone. Any anyone right. in, a, in a given mindset could do it. But now, are you a murderer? Like it's mm-hmm. it, you. You feel me? A mindset comes into that, and I think that's what happens with a lot of these kids. You kill another kid. But you really not in that mind state. Like I mean, like a, a real soldiers, they just take the action. Oh, and he might have killed the dude. He walked out. He didn't even know he was going to kill. Right. But they add that to as if so. Now with you, number one, you shouldn't have been fighting. Number that your security yeah, is first exactly, and foremost exactly. to make yourself vulnerable to that. Say, oh, they out there. All right. So that just showed me that. But then it's, it's this. Vaughn had that 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 label on him, like he a demon. He this he. It, but, saying, but this is what I'm saying. He, he, he let it be known. He said when he see Quando, he gonna beat him like a boy. Okay, like we, he told we, him we, that. We, regardless, but Quando. I'm saying like then that you know like you an artist, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to be popping on yeah, like, like you can't be acting that, like that. If you're gonna do that, then secure yourself because Rondo and them it was he did people was great. It was yeah, no, that's a fact. He wasn't, fact. but and he knew. Whatever he hit him, his boy was getting beat up, and his yeah. man laid he, him down. Okay, so so you thought they was playing? Yep. When they wasn't playing, nope. That's a fact. They secure. Rondo still making records. He yeah, had. and them dudes okay. is free. They not yes. even they like All nothing happened to them. So this dude got killed, and these dudes the is demon. out here making making records. Not about even that though. Three of them died. Vaughn and two of his other mans died that night. All right, so that tells you what? So it's crazy. What, like no, what it tells you is that. Somebody, the, the guy you thought was supposed to be the street soldier, he was play play, right? And they were serious about yep. being in the street. 
exactly. mean, you know, carrying out their security first and foremost, your safety. Right. I'm not just randomly jumping on nobody. I don't know what you got. Right. I don't know. You know what I mean? Exactly. Now, if it happens spontaneously, then we going to rock. But I'm not just because I know I never know what someone may have. Uh, and, it's, and, and there's an interview out there of Lil Durk telling him why he was in Atlanta. Yo, be safe out be there. Safe, yeah. uh, uh, just telling yeah. him that. Be safe. Don't get into nothing. You know now what look, it is. Now uh, look, Dirk smart with it because see everybody go slide for Vaughn. You ain't slide for Vaughn. Right. Dirk don't even respond. He don't. He better not. Yeah, no mind. Yo, he don't say now. nothing. And and that's when you see him moving them hoods, doing them. He's sur- surrounded he, with security. Like he, he makes sure real he good. Legitimate security with Grip not up. his homeboy. He makes sure he good. Like gotta be his son because to be this. This is a dangerous profession. You ready That's for this? Fact. You ready? I'm for ready. This? But well, you got the OG behind lane. you. You know what I mean? So you could yeah. you could practically go into any city, really. <laughs> yeah, no, and you he, and, he could. Yeah. That's and a fact. I mean, That's a fact. And I move from state to state. Right. But it's about love. And respect because from the door when I made my presence known, I made my presence that I'm not a gangbanger. Right. But you, you know will protect your son. I mean, well, For sure. you know, that's, you know, those are, those are just rules. Well, that's all, yeah, but that's all it will come down to now. But, but that's why I tell him when you move in to initiate, because you can go into another city and a dude see you, all he know you from the video and you're right. the op. Exactly. It's a fact. Exactly. That's all he he don't so know. Is that he why they say you gotta it? check in when you go to dirt certain cities? Like what yes. explain that check in. Okay, check in, checking in means this. And this way, you know, New York is the only city that dudes don't abide. They check in with certain guys. New York ain't in New York. But this will happen. The reason you check in, because if you come into a city, you don't know nobody. And so happen you get robbed, stabbed, uh uh, uh killed. Right. You feel me? But you knew you could have prevented that from it's happening. So you may not know the OG, but you go to your OGs. Yo, I'm getting ready to go out to California. Either you're going to call a blood, a big blood, or a big crit. Many people go through people to go through you. So when you're out there, you're secured because it does either come from the can or the land. Mm-hmm. So don't feel no way if you come into a city and... If you're smart, you'll secure your safety. I was just with Jay Prince Jr. two days ago, although I ran into him randomly. You feel me? Uh, him, Nelly, they was all in Starlets. Mm. Murder move. You know, that's like my baby boy there. And I'm just saying, you know, checking in is nothing. It's just to secure your safety. Right. So you feel that's what Pop Smoke should have did. Do we call it yeah. checking before, though? Well, no. Nah. always call checking. I call it going somewhere else. I'm going to go see my people. Yeah. I'm going to do dirt, though. I'm not going to go see family. Yeah. I'm going to do dirt. Do you not let your people know that you're Of course. Yeah, like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tap in with the yeah. bros. Yeah. I'm about to, you going, you feel of me? Of course. You just didn't call it check-in. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, but these people, these young guys feel they don't have to follow mm-hmm. the rules. Not even. They it's make like, their rules as they go. No. They, they, they feel, they it's like, it's on some like, if, Boom! If somebody find out another artist that 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 pop his on songs, check in with somebody. Then it's like, oh, he saw, he checked in. Mm-hmm. This is what That's, I'm saying. Yeah, like, you Your safety is first and foremost. Even with the most toughest, when the dude leave out his house, you think he leaves out his house? You feel me? 
to not return. He said, I'm going to return by any and all means necessary. But when they do check in in certain cities, is it you checking in and then you got to like hit these niggas off with bread? Is it well, more it, like it, a- it, if you're in a position to do that, because it's like a, it's like a fake man, you don't know these guys, right, right, but right. they're willing to put their lives on the line right, to, to make down. sure you good. So a good man be like, yo, you go. It don't mean you soft. Right, you paying for protection. You know what I'm saying? That's what that all rappers it's I think should do right now is pay for protection in these cities, especially when you know you got ops. Since you said everybody going ops and everybody's rapping in their songs about ops and they see they ops, they going to run down on their ops. Niggas need protection oh, when you go not out even, You don't even have to be an op. You in my city. Right. What right. you think? You going out in my city with... $200,000 in jewelry, 300 you in the you club, finna, you finna. busting it up, hitting the broads in my city, and I don't, I'm hungry. You you a plate. This is the jungle. Right. When you're not in the Hilton, uh, and a lot of dudes, I don't care who they is, they always want to go to the hood. Right. That's a fact. I'm one of them. But you want to be, so if you want to go to someone else's hood, who's it? Toughest dude in Detroit. Trick, trick. Yo, you know Trick Holland. Yo, my boy coming through your city. Boom. Oh, we got him from the hotel. That's a fact. That, Respect. That, so, so basically, nowadays you saying, Tattoo too fly, that dudes don't be respecting. No, because the, they feel like I can, I'm not checking in. That's how they feel. Like I'm not checking in. If I check in, that make, that me, look that like, make me look soft yeah, now. Make me look like a simp. Huh? You feel me? Like That's how they look at it. I Yo, mean, but I remember what, what Math and what Solby said. Like, yeah. like when you know people from other cities and you know they holding it down and you know you're going out there and See, you're going to be... Now that like, they explaining it like that, yeah. it's like checking in then don't mean what it mean now. Like how certain people look at it now. Right. Like They look at checking in as, or you got to check in like... Come here, yeah, tap in. Like, you let me know you in my city. Like, you feel and me? That's like, really what it is. That's though. what it is, but yeah. it's like they put a certain label on it. Like, it's like disrespectful. Yeah, now. like we, it make you feel weak. Like, yeah. a, not a, you're not an alpha male like that. <laughs> that's a fact. But yo, niggas get killed from that. That's a fact. Pop Smoke got fact. killed. Yeah. Not checking in, being in somebody else's city. Because yeah. obviously he repped the whole GD or yeah, whatever he reps. If he would have checked in with them guys down there, that's he would have been protected. That's a fact. He would have been go out. You know, from from what I get, I'm saying it's about respect. Mm. You know, whatever happened with him, with whoever it happened with, who sent whomever, you can't just tell anyone to SMD. You beat me for whatever. Oh, okay. That's the biggest thing, right? And now, now you tell me like, huh? See, they mm. didn't take nothing from him. It's like dead, all the way dead. Mm. You feel so what it I'm wasn't saying? over. It wasn't over him trying to fight over his jury. They went there to to take him down. That's what you saying. He was there to come knock him off. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was hearing some. I was seeing on, on on social media something about a Rolls Royce. Yeah, oh. about the car that he, he took drove. Took the car something. Like and that. shifted and to New York and yeah. all that. And the watch and you know it's other things behind the scenes, but you know people who know know. Yeah. Right. 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 That's so, why it's no real retaliation. Hmm. You see, let me let me show you a prime example, the love. You see when Nip, that happened to Nip, although, like the guy said, you knew what you was dealing with, right? I wouldn't, I would have, I would not have addressed it without my security, without securing myself first. Mm. Because just the momentum of saying, you's a rat. Mm-hmm. Even if he is a rat, 
he's gonna react right there if he feel you, you feel that it's like right. you pussy, and the dude he gonna pop right. And I feel and I feel that that was he underestimated the opponent. Right. I'm not gonna me personally. If I'm in the street, even I know you rap, I'm gonna. If it don't have nothing to do with me, then I'll let my guys know. But me exposing you at that time, and I'm not up and ready to knock your head off. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I'm not gonna do it. As just as OG, and I think that's where and and the dude he just and it was a reaction. So you don't think like the 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 police. Put him up to that. That was him that too. I mean, it, 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 it could have, but I don't think so. I just think I think it was a plan. Now it, it was in into it because then when you look at you know the big homie, could that have been with plan? It could have been prevented. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? I ain't gonna front when them higher ups once you done, you're done. I don't but, think there's nobody that can stop that. No, it's not. You got dudes. I know dudes are still warring. Oh, motherfuckers got killed thirty years ago. Mm. Generationally, you know, really. I just looked at something on YouTube, and I just found out that the dude Maserati Fox got killed by the brother yes. of somebody he killed like fact, fifteen years earlier. Oh, no, no he was involved. He didn't. He well, was one of the guys that got, get, yeah, got him done. The situation, but right? Was his man? Find out that a lot of dudes know Maserati Fox was a rat. He told. Mm. See, right. but a lot of people don't know that if yeah. you don't have the links to the pen. Right. Because I don't care what happens today. Mm-hmm. From the can to, I always say that, from the can to the land. You feel me? No, that's that's for real. Right. This industry, any city or any dude that's on to the top, always mention somebody either from the streets whose authentic and credibility is Right. Or in the can. Right. I don't care. What they, like they spoke about doo-wop. I just looked about the doo-wop story. He was really that nigga in Harlem. Not Poe. Not, you feel me, Rich. All of them dudes. Him and LA. Yo, so if you don't do your history, roots, go back. Young brothers don't do that no more. Right. I think young. I think the younger artists nowadays, y'all don't really respect the OGs no more. Y'all don't respect nothing, son. Like honestly, like, I ain't gonna say I. I I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm one of them because feeling like I. But I'm you speaking I, for the younger yeah. generation right it's now. Like, it's like a bunch like, of OGs in here. Young, the younger, like my generation, we feel like. Oh, the hell, they talk too much. They don't know what's going but on see, right now. That shit right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's how they be looking at it. Like, they yeah. talk too much. But they see, don't know what's going on. Do you, you feel what I'm saying? You understand that we became OGs because we live. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> we live. That's like, why I listen. I got to open it. Yeah. I'm going to listen. Like, we, I'm going to listen. We live. But like, they really feel like, like. We grandpas now. Like, yeah. y'all ain't making it, nigga. You, feel, like, and then, you probably say grandpa. that to, like, some, somebody else in my generation. They'll tell you, bro, but that was your time. Like, we They'll got, we got that, other stuff. Look, you feel what I'm so saying? So you feel like that it's cool that dudes will get on and not even a year into your success, and you're they, dead or you're in jail? Just like that. that. That's, that's cool. That's not at all. Mother. Right. Yeah, that and then rapping about it. That was crazy. And rapping about it. They talking about they'll kill your brother and they'll be on live talking about it and saying, I'm that's smoking on a Korean I'm smoking pack. on, yeah, that's crazy. I'm smoking on a, uh, you know what I'm saying, a, a Jason pack right yeah. here, knowing that th- your brother just got killed, named Jason, and these niggas, your ops, that's a fact. is on their live that's talking about we smoking on a Jason pack right now. Like, that's crazy. That's scary for me. 
That's wow. That, that's to me that like these young brothers. That's why I move. If they don't be like yo, sir, I don't it's because. I'm saying I don't want to be spooked because when I'm spooked, I'm in a whole real another like all this to or another like with the shadows like I'm afraid of that. Right. And I did. I know how to talking about it and being about it. Right. I know how it is to do 30 years straight. 30 summers, 15 of that in shoe. Mm. I know how it is. So you know, I know how to keep my mouth shut. Right. You, you, you feel me? These are things that's that's a part of the lifestyle when you're a part of the lifestyle. Right. So now coming home, right, right cool. coming home and seeing these young brothers talk about it and telling me I talk too much. Yo, that's that's dead what they say. Like, yo, you he, feel me? That's dead what I, they I say. I have to laugh. Like, you know, the real predator becomes the sucker. But I laugh because I said, Underestimating your opponent. That's a fact. You see, you lost. Already. You lost fact. from That's the door. Fact. Thank you. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So what I do as an intelligent black man now, I just move around and try to find a way to reach them. Be consistent. So when they say so, be, no, yo, that, yo, he consistent, yo, salute. You know, I show them. It's nothing to be gangster and then be intelligent. We're That's intelligent black men. You feel what I'm saying? You feel like that they're just going through their youth now and they don't want to hear nothing from the elders that has actually saved them or prevent them from getting into problems because I feel like a lot of these young kids, like, they don't want to listen to no grown-ups telling them what to do. They feel like this is their time now. They want to be popular. They want to go viral. They want to be a demon. They don't want no grown-up fatherly-type figure or uncle-ly-type figure telling them what they shouldn't do and how they shouldn't do it. Although them trying to learn it on their own has dire differences. <laughs> but so I'm saying this. This is what I say to that young brother. Mm -hmm. To that young brother, all right, brother, even two things come out of that. I live through death for the penitentiary. No yelling, no telling. It's <laughs> a fact. So how do you take information like that, getting that from him every day? I listen to it. Dadinger. I listen to it because I feel like what you said, like I feel like I, I ain't going to say, I feel like that's every generation or like you know, like y'all probably have people telling y'all, like, "Yo, we lived. Ah, yeah. ah, y'all ain't want to listen to they it." Would tell us that. Then, all that then when you get older, it's like, "Dang, I should have, I should have." I'm listened pretty sure to after Soul B, you did all that asshole yeah. full of time. You thought about it all the time, like, "Damn, my moms and my peoples was always telling me not to do that." Yeah, Facts, like, I should have listened. I was. It, it, see, this is what they fail to realize. We were you mm -hmm. thirty years ago. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling you from actual, I'm not the OG who just been looking out the window when every, when all the real gangsters is gone. <laughs> now I'm trying to be that guy telling these guys and you realize when I come home that he right. bamboozled you. Right. He wasn't the real deal. I'm the real deal. Right. Every day. I mean, every day, every decision I made from the age of 17 that cost me being shot, being stabbed, being cut. Doing 30 years is real. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not flake, flake, play, play, so I really don't owe you nothing. So when I give it to you, I'm giving it to you because I owe society. Mm. So if I get the platform to give it to you, whether how you take it, salute. I'm here. Right. I'm going to continue to live. I know what the other side is. Right. You don't. So you don't know if your gangster going to be tested. But then people say, okay, well, you murdered uh, three people. That's uh, 75 years. Then with the uh, reckless endangerment, you're looking at like 200 years uh, to fly.
<laughs> then what you gonna say to that too, fly? You just gonna like you gonna be like, I wish I never did none of this That's shit. That's a fact. Like if I was in that situation, and so be like, now, dang, like I wish I, I should have listened to I, 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 ah, you feel me? Like now that's you how in go. a situation that what happens? The now is it about whether you're really real or your livelihood? So you're put in a situation now. If you're living that life, yeah, I write whatever. I'm gonna hold it down. You got mm. to. If you're not six nine. Oh well, no, they brought me in the gang and I, I didn't know they were that serious and You sound like you could be an actor now, you son. Like, I ain't gonna yeah, that's right. Yo, Ella, you need to write him in something, <laughs> son. Write soul me into something, right? Ella, you. Word up. Yeah. So yo, what what do you have going on right now as far as like, oh. you know what I'm saying, books and everything like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's get to that because yeah, we got a little see. bit of time. I wanna get a little cipher going on. We got artists in the building, Ella, you Oh, okay, so Ella ain't rapping. <laughs> Ella like, fuck that. He's an OG now, I ain't rapping. Fuck yeah, yeah. it. It's all good. Well, you know, I got a few. You know, we you, you already seen Two Fly. I, I believe, you know what I'm saying, that he's going to be one of the next, you know what I'm saying, big things Right, well, with your of, guidance, then, you know, it can, course, it can definitely of happen. Of course, of course. You know, now, well, me, you know, I've been, you know, while I was in prison, you know, I did a lot of writing while I was in shoe, and I did the 15 years, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I really have... I came home with 21 titles that potentially screenplays, movies, you know, and that's where I'm at right now, me and my wife. My wife, who's also an author, author Isha J, you know what I'm saying? She has a trilogy. Which um, is Two Flies Mom. Which is Two Flies Mother, yes. Right. And uh, she has Envy That Brooklyn Chick, Value 1, 2, and 3. Me, I came home. The first year, I did my first book, which was... Uh, Poetic Hymns of a Solitary Man, which is was a poetry book mm. that depicted the trials and tribulations I was going through while in solitary confinement. Because mm. that's a whole nother beast in itself. Right. You have and to that one cell for 23 hours and 23 shit. 23 and 1. Yeah. Concentration camp. And so, so when I came home, my wife always said, where did you get your other books? Get your other books. Get your other books. Get your other books. Now, the book I just finished, it was completed about a week ago. And this is my book here. It's called Gifted Pride. Mm. I know it may, it looks different, it seems different. Marketing. Let me see. see. Yes. Read the back. Presents Gifted Pride, part one, by Stacey Sobey Knight. Gifted Pride. Oh, let me let me put the let me put my live on me so this could we could get this both yes. in both joints. It says uh Gifted Pride is a self-success, self-determination, self-love novel of gender pride expressed through the main character, Celeb Warren's self-acceptance of his abnormality and the trials, tribulations, and triumphs of his work, of his search to find out what or who be who he was inherently created to be only to discover that he is a gifted pride unto himself, a special gift from the most high along with every other subgender. Now, could you explain that to me with the subgender stuff? Now, for those of us who got age, the gender thing was never an issue with us. Everything was always black and white. So when I came home, I'm like, Everything is surrounded around gender. Are you bi? Are you transsexual? These are things that 
never ran through my mind. So while I was in the cell, you know, before I came home, I was like, all right, everybody's talking about these characters and all of this. This we have to deal with. I'm dealing with young brothers coming in, mm -hmm. telling me, I'm like, damn, you dudes is more like porno stuff. Like just the things that my mind couldn't even fathom. Like, yes, think of. So I said, how about if you had a character that was not attracted to men, so you couldn't be homosexual, right? or was not attracted to female. What is he? What is I he? said at the time, it was an abnormality of an abnormality because I believe homosexuality and genders are abnormal. They've always been here. You feel what I'm saying? But we always were taught or indoctrinated with heterosexual male, heterosexual female. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So this character in this book is what is called the asexual. And an asexual is a person who is not attracted to neither sex. Mm. So what? What do they? He do? doesn't. He doesn't. Also, oh, they he don't bust nuts. No, he 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 doesn't have the desire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. Right. It, it's something, but I I. It's like this book is like a sexual. Educational book, but it's just used a fictitious, a fictitious, a fictitious, fictitious. You know, black people, right, 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 right. Fictitious, but a fictitious character, right? And he's an asexual. But what happens is, he leaves his farm life in rural Utah, was religiously uh, indoctrinated by his parents, who was Mormons. He never watched TV, radio, phone. Well, that under, that, under, that that explains it all. If he was a Mormon, nine times out of ten, them motherfuckers ain't fucking nothing but sheep anyway. Oh, whatever. I'm just saying, yes. <laughs> Don't do that. Shout out to the Mormons. All right. But what happens, at the age of 18, he leaves. And he ends up in San Francisco at the time of the AIDS epidemic. Right. And the LGBTQ community was the first community to embrace, embrace this kid. Him. Right, right, right. So did he stay the one guy that yes, wasn't sexual yes, yes, with anybody? The whole, he became a supermodel, but the friends he accumulated as he began his journey, he began he became a big champion behind you know AIDS. He gave mm -hmm. two eighty four. You Although know, he was a virgin. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. He was like a you know like an asexual. It's an ab we don't speak about these things, but these things like let me say, me and my homie was talking, and we was talking about movies. A lot of new movies today do not really depict the inclusion of what's happening today. So we was like, yo, P-Valley. That's a whole bunch of gay stuff in there. No, it's not right. a bunch of, it's showing you the homo thug. Yeah, The transvestite. Yep. The, it's showing you what's happening today. So we have Well, to yeah, see, that's true, but it's uh, a lot of like, okay, gay activity. Okay, but we, we understand that. But I'm not saying whatever floats your boat. Right. You're a heterosexual male, so of course you're going to be, but that's there. A lot of gangsters, daughters, and sons are a part of these other subjects. Yes. They may not like their sons to be... Heterosexual. Dwayne Wade. Right. Imagine us dealing with, you know, thank God I don't have to deal with Right. But I'm just saying, these are the realities of today. Mm. And that's what Gifted Pride is all about. Gifted Pride is about the inclusion. Mm. Does it talk about homosexuality? No, there ain't no booty banging and none of that. But <laughs> no, because people ignorance to come in, but it does spark the interest of inclusion 
and what's happening to young moms. Right. You feel me? And those who are in between, you know, do see young ma as not young ma. They see your, your homie, what up? Mm-hmm. What's good? Because her rap talking about being like, sometimes I go, damn, she's a chick. Right. Mm-hmm. She's so, talking about getting at head one point, they were saying, they were saying, uh, she she more of a of, of a male than a boogie is. Oh, yeah. Let's compare her to a boogie. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just saying, even young thug at some point, you yeah, he know, was, nah, he, he was, was wearing the skirts. Yeah. I'm just saying, he they said was, he was doing a lot of that just for like publicity to yes, go viral. Yes, but he was so flaunting. He was flaunting his sexuality. sexuality. Yes, for sure, and it worked. Yeah, young uh, ASAP Rocky. They was just showing him in fashion, like artists who get to a point and they flaunt. Their sexuality because right. my little nephew, he's right now, he's getting ready to be one of the largest fashion uh right now, Romeo Hunt. He has a link with uh with Tommy Hilfiger, his own brand. Right. And he's hot. He's 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 getting ready to blow. This fashion week, you're gonna see him. He styles for Steph Curry, mm. he styles for Jason Tatum, mm. uh the McLeod football, a lot of celebrities, right. and he's on the come up. But I say this to say is that. We have to accept what is today if you're going to accept it. And they accept it because they grew into it. A chick being like a dude. You feel me? That was something I just, I'm growing into it now. So I read about it. You feel what I'm saying? All right, well, look, to create- we, 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 we could go deep into that. That's a whole nother genre right here. But we got like three minutes left for okay, the show. Great. We got so deep into everything. Just tell everybody, like, they, they know the book is out here, Gifted Pride. You okay, explain it's what it's Amazon, about. Amazon, books, Hindu. You can go. It's live on the books. You can order it. Or you can go right to uh, my website, blackmogulinc.com, and order it personally for me, a personally autographed copy. Also, Look out for the Envy That Brooklyn Chick, that the one and two movie slash series, and Gifted Pride movie that slip is coming at you real soon. That's what's up. All as right, well as Two fly. fly. Let's go. Tell everybody where you at. You can get me on Instagram, you know, anywhere at Tattoo Fly on Instagram is T-Y.T-O-O-F-L-Y underscore. You know, we just dropped New York. I got mixtape or album coming probably before it. The end of this year, we go on tour with the HBC tour. HBC start the 16th. Start the 16th. I got a show back out here the 26th. Mm, you working? Definitely, definitely. Well, yeah, that's you know that's everything. You got we got the merch, the tattoo fly uh hoodies on the Black Mogul uh website too. You want to rock that? Yes. That's what's up, yo. And we are, we also had my guest Illa G in the building. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, catch him on. You know what I'm saying? Illag.net. Or you can follow him on Instagram, IllaG2K. He got the new single out right now. You know what I mean? Go to his site, IllaG2K. You can get everything about him, his merch, his new music. The uh, um, the web series is is crazy. It's in season three. Catch that too. The shit is it's like a very well-shot, independent uh, web series and shit like that. And it's like a shoot 'em up bang-bang thing, but there's a lot of stories in there. It's not a shoot-em-up. Well, I'll be seeing... The show is about change, well, I ain't even going front. I wanted to talk about the sex scenes that you had in there with the, the, the actresses. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? We out of time right now. We're going to bring guests back and make some shit happen. Um, We're going to end this. This is World of Rama, Groundhog TV podcast. We're going to end the show with, you know what I'm saying, making plays from Tattoo Fly. It's your boy, World of Rama, and S3 Media Studio, Groundhog TV podcast. <laughs>
Hey, run that shit up, Trey. Hey, how he a rapper, but he make a play. Uh -huh. I done got on, I ain't shooting no favorite. This shit got big men and some with a cake. I go. walk with a limp, cause I'm tucking the drink. Ain't no need for that best, we don't aim for the chest. Ain't no need to get naked, just live for the dress. Why you cheat on your boyfriend? I see that he stressed. Nah, I ain't hit, I just play as a best. Hey, how he a rapper, but he make a play. Go. I done got on, I ain't shooting no favorite. This shit got big men and some with a cake. Let I walk go. with a limp, cause I'm tucking the drink. Ain't no need for that best, we don't aim for the chest. Ain't no need to get naked, just live for the dress. Why you cheat on your boyfriend? I see that he stressed. Nah, I ain't hit, I just play as a best. Hey, stop all that line, keep telling your friend that we had something you know that it's capped and wallet surprised when you out here lying so i made a line you know i'm a rap okay fine psych i lied i'm a player as you would that mean i'm a cap i'm trying to sell me some records and handle my business i guess i'm a player as a trapper we just gonna get him a round of applause that nigga keep running his mouth if he come over here then i'm putting it glock to his job let bro that's your shooter i'm fessing him up how about with glass he gonna pee in his jaw i'm standing the srt going zero to 60 i bet i get off on the lock from all them blocks, the child keep posting, gon' get you a case. Removing in silence that we hit your block. I bet for a fact we ain't leaving the trace. Stop all like this in the cap for the neck. Cause when we had seen you, stayed in your place. But me, I'm a high head. I like to swing from all of that distance. Got hit in your face. Hey, high head rapper, but he make a play. I done got on, I ain't shooting no favor. Redemption got big men and some with a cake. I walk with a limp, cause I'm tucking the drink. Ain't no need for that vest. We don't aim for the chest. Ain't no need to get naked. Just live for the dress. Why you cheat on your boyfriend? I see that he stressed. Nah, I ain't hit. I just play as a best. Hey, high head rapper, but he make a play. I done got on, I ain't shooting no favor. Redemption got big men and some with a cake. I walk with a limp cause I'm tucking the drink. Ain't no need for that vest. We don't aim for the chest. Ain't no need to get naked. Just live for the dress. Why you chill on your boyfriend? I see that he stressed. Nah, I ain't hit. I just play as a bet. And I put that on period. Most of these niggas will see me in traffic. I bet they gon' run. And I put that on period. Most of these niggas be soft and scary just clutching a gun. And I put that on period. Play with the fam or the gang. I won't stop till I empty the drum. And I put that on period. I'm on your side but can't come over here. I don't care where you from. They loving the sounds. How I make go boom. It ain't a pipe on this car but it room. And if you bring your friends, then we can get litty. My back getting tired from carrying the city. This brand new Glock could tear up your face, but them two two threes gon' make it look ugly. They think it's the 4th of July. How we hitting your block? Make you and your homie start running. Y'all niggas done from all them Glocks. The child keep posting gon' get you a cake. We moving in silence that we hit your block. I bet for a fact we ain't leaving the trace. Stop all like this in the cap for the neck. Cause when we had seen you, stayed in your place. But me, I'm a high head. I like to swing from all of that distance. I hit in your face. Hey, high head rapper, but he make a play. I done got on, I ain't shooting no favor. Redemption got big men and some with a cake. I walk with a limp, cause I'm tucking the drink. Ain't no need for that vest. We don't aim for the chest. Ain't no need to get naked. Just live for the dress. Why you cheat on your boyfriend? I see that he stressed. Nah, I ain't hit. I just play as a best. Hey, high head rapper, but he make a play. I done got on, I ain't shooting no favor. Redemption got big men and some with a cake. I walk with a limp. Cause I'm tucking the drink Ain't no need for that vest We don't aim for the chest Ain't no need to get naked Just live for the dress Why you cheat on your boyfriend? I see that he's stressed Nah, I ain't hit I just play as a bitch